Hello, priatelia. Hello, friends. Welcome to the podcast Learn Slovak and More. This show is about learning Slovak language, Slovak culture, traditions, and everything in between. I am your host Božena, a native of Slovakia, Slovak language teacher and unshakable optimist dedicated to helping you learn Slovak language at your best. This is season 2 and episode 17. In the last episode, I talked about some customs and traditions connected to work on Springfield. Today, I want to talk about St. Urban's Day. In the Slovak lesson, you are going to learn some words around wine and wine drinking. You will also learn how to say cheers in Slovak. At the end of this episode, you can find an excerpt from Slovak newspapers about Slovak wines. It is in Slovak and it is for advanced learners. Tak čo poviete? I say, poďme na to. Let's go after it. Poďme na to. Hello a vítajte. Hello and welcome again. I'm so glad to have you here. If this is the first time that you are here and you are new to learning Slovak language, I recommend starting with the trailer episode so you can build up your vocabulary. Please click the button subscribe or follow in your app podcast and later leave a review on Apple Podcasts about the part you enjoyed the most. I appreciate your feedback a lot. This is season two, so if you are really interested in learning the Slovak language, I would recommend starting with the season one. If you just want to listen to my podcast for fun, it doesn't matter where you start. You can also search episodes by a topic. If you want to re-listen to your favorite part of this episode, go to the timestamps to skip to the section you are interested in. Check my Instagram at Božena Slovak, where I'm posting the pictures of what I'm talking about on my podcasts. Today is May 25th. That is, if you listen to this podcast when it comes out. Today, people of Slovakia celebrate St. Urban's Day. St. Urban is patron saint of wines, winemakers, and wine growers, but also coopers and barrel makers. He is also a protector against frost and drunkenness. He is usually portrayed as a man with a papal tiara on his head, with a book and a bunch of grapes in his hands. You can see his statues mostly near the vineyards, but also close to wineries. Throughout the centuries, wine growers would shower him with all sorts of gifts, but If things didn't go the way they wanted, they would threaten him with their fists, pour dirty water on him, or throw him into the stream. Poor Saint Urban. There are several patron saints of winemakers around the world, and whether you are spiritual, religious, or think this is all a fairy tale, it's always fun to know a little bit of history and culture related to winemaking. Myself, I've learned a lot from searching for some information about it. Don't you worry, I'm not going to go to all of the details here. Anyway, as I said, there are several patron saints of winemakers, including Saint Vincent of Zaratoza, Saint Trifon de Pruner, Saint Amand of France, Saint Lawrence of Rome, Saint Martin of Tours, 
St. Morand of Cluny, St. Urban of Langres, St. Gore of Aquitaine, and St. Walter of Pont Noir. Fun fact! Did you know that in Slovakia we have a patron saint that was created as a mashup of two real people in history? They are Bishop Urban of Langres and Pope Urban I. While there is very little information about Bishop Urban, I found more information about Pope Urban I. Let me tell you a little bit about each of them. Pope Urban I was the Bishop of Rome from 222 to 230. He was born in Rome and succeeded Calixtus I, who had been murdered. And it was previously believed for centuries that Urban I was also murdered. However, recent historical discoveries now lead scholars to believe that he died of natural causes. Well, the most important information I found about him is that several wine associations were established and operated under the patronage of the Pope Urban I. Now the other guy, Bishop Urban of Langres, France. He is famous for escaping religious persecution in 374 and fleeing into a vineyard. While there, he converted winemakers to Christianity. As he moved from vineyard to vineyard, he was getting more and more followers. It is said that he developed many good friendships with winemakers and vineyard workers. For this reason, Saint Urban is the patron saint of everyone who works in the wine industry. Ethnologist Katarina Novakova in her interview for Radio Regina explained why we commemorate Saint Urban's Day on the 25th of May. Quote, The Feast of St. Urban is the time when the vineyards begins to come to life, unquote. And that would be around the 25th of May. I can share with you that I know a little bit about it since I come from a wine region. Right now, I can picture the green atmosphere of Slovak vineyards around this time. There is a saying, Dokial Urban spece nezlezie, nebude teplo, meaning... Until Urban doesn't get down from the heater, there will not be warmth. Or simply, there are no warm days until after Urban's day. So, although the first vineyard duties included correct pruning of the vineyard in the early spring, the green vineyard really begins to come to life only after the day of St. Urban. Usually there are no frosts at the end of May and winemakers do not worry about losing their crops. The moment of the three frozen spirits that I was talking about in episode 15 is gone. Also, in season 1, episode 14, I briefly mentioned Saint Urban and his tower and bell in Košice, the second biggest city of Slovakia. The reason why the people of Košice named the bell Saint Urban was because the city profited greatly from the wine industry in the past. Okay, I have one more saying for you. Urban krásný vyjasnený, hojným vínom nás odmení. Meaning, urban beautifully clear will reward us with abundance of wine. Or simply, if there is a beautiful and clear weather on Urban's day, later there will be abundance of wine. Well, we'll see what kind of harvest Saint Urban will bring winemakers this year. No matter what, I know that Slovakia can offer good quality of wines. 
I believe that from the different regions of Slovakia, you will always find wines that are worth tasting and worth adding to your favorites. Today in our Slovak lesson, we are going to learn some wine drinking vocabulary. No, nothing crazy, just regular words. Tak poďme na to. Počúvajte a zopakujte. Number one. Vino, meaning wine. Repeat, vino. One more time. Vino. Number two. Sladké vino, meaning sweet wine. Repeat, sladké vino. One more time. Sladké vino. Number three. Polosladké vino, meaning semi-sweet wine. Repeat, polosladké vino. One more time. Polosladké vino. Number four. Polosuché vino, meaning semi-dry wine. Repeat, polosuché vino. One more time. Polosuché vino. Number five. Suche vino, meaning dry wine. Repeat, suche vino. One more time. Suche vino. Number six. Biele vino, meaning white wine. Repeat, biele vino. One more time. Biele vino. Number seven. Rujove vino, meaning pink wine. Repeat, rujove vino. One more time. Rujove vino. Number eight. Červené vino, meaning red wine. Repeat, červené vino. One more time, červené vino. Number nine, šumivé vino, meaning sparkling wine. Repeat, šumivé vino. One more time, šumivé vino. Number ten, šampanské, meaning champagne. Repeat, šampanské. One more time, šampanské. Number eleven, pohár vína. Meaning a glass of wine. Repeat, pohár vína. One more time, pohár vína. Number 12, flasha vína. Meaning a bottle of wine. Repeat, flasha vína. One more time, flasha vína. 
Number 13, sud vina, meaning a barrel of wine. Repeat, sud vina. One more time, sud vina. Number 14, sudove vino, meaning cask wine. Repeat, sudove vino. One more time, sudove vino. Number 15, domace vino, meaning homemade wine. Repeat, domace vino. One more time, domace vino. Number 16, mlade vino, meaning young wine. Repeat, mlade vino. One more time, mlade vino. Number 17, stare vino, meaning old wine. Repeat, stare vino. One more time, stare vino. Number 18, ochutnavka vina, meaning wine tasting or literally tasting of wine. Repeat, ochutnavka vina. One more time, ochutnauka vina. And we can also say degustatia vina, so number 19, degustatia vina, meaning wine tasting. Repeat, degustatia vina. One more time, degustatia vina. Number 20. So I have a singular and plural of the nouns for you, a couple of those. Number 20. Vinar, vinari, meaning winemaker, winemakers. Repeat. Vinar, vinari. One more time. Vinar, vinari. Number 21, vinohrad, vinohradi, meaning vineyard, vineyards. Repeat, vinohrad, vinohradi. One more time, vinohrad, vinohradi. Number 22, vinohradnik, vinohradnici. Meaning, vineyard worker, vineyard workers. Repeat, vinohradnik, vinohradnici. One more time, vinohradnik, vinohradnici. Number 23, pivnica. 
Pivnice, meaning cellar, cellars. Repeat, pivnica, pivnice. One more time, pivnica, pivnice. Number 24, winna, pivnica, winne, pivnice, meaning wine cellar, wine cellars. Repeat, winna, pivnica, winne, pivnice. One more time, winna, pivnica, winne, pivnice. Number 25, vinaren, vinarnie, meaning wine bar, wine bars. Repeat, vinaren, vinarnie. One more time, vinaren, vinarnie. Number 26, vinny list or vinna karta, meaning wine list. Repeat, vinny list. Vinna karta. Number 27. Dve deci vina, meaning two deciliters of wine. Sometimes it can be three. Repeat, dve deci vina. One more time, dve deci vina. Number 28, zakaznik, Now, the first one is a male customer, the second is a female customer. Repeat, zakaznik, zakaznička. One more time, zakaznik, zakaznička. Number 29, barman, barmanka. And again, male bartender and female bartender. Repeat, barman, barmanka. One more time, barman, barmanka. And the last, number 30, nazdravie, meaning to your health, or simply cheers. Repeat, nazdravie. One more time, nazdravie. All right, now listen to the following dialogue. It takes place in a wine bar, Vovinarni in Slovak. You will hear a simple conversation between a customer, zakaznička, and a bartender, barman in Slovak. Počúvajte. Dobrý večer. Dobrý večer. Čo si dáte? Najprv vodu. Pohár vody, prosím. Nech sa páči. Ďakujem. Máte vinný lístok? Áno, nech sa páči. Máme rôzne vína. Môžem vám pomôcť s výberom? Mám rada biele víno. 
Sladké alebo suché? Radšej polosuché alebo polosladké. Máme výborné polosladké víno Pálava z Tybavskej pivnice. Nepoznám to. Víno Pálava je výťazným vínom roka 2020. Neviem. Máte aj šumivé vína? Pravda, že. Čo by ste mi doporučili? Chcete biele? Polosladké? To mám najradšej. Ochutnajte frizante biele polosladké. Dobre, prosím si dva deci. Nech sa páči, na zdravie. Ďakujem, zaplatím hneď. To bude 2,20 eurá. Tu sú 3 eurá, zvyšok si nechajte. Ďakujem. Ako vám chutí frizante? Je dobré, ďakujem za radu. Nie za čo, kedykoľvek. OK, teda zna teraz, that is enough for now. How was your comprehension? Did you understand the conversation? I hope so. Every year, thousands of wines take part in hundreds of wine competitions in order to succeed in them. One of these competitions has the most prestigious attribute. It takes place in France, in Paris, and it is organized by the Union of French Enologists. Its name is Finales Internationales. To explain the importance of this event, I will use a quote of some wine lovers that I heard or read. I cannot remember the details of it right now. Anyway, he said, athletes have the Olympics, winemakers have the Vinales. So you see that this wine competition is of a huge importance. Succeeding at it means that the wine meets current world sensory trends as the wines are evaluated here by the world's best tasters, precisely 122 of them in the year of 2022. Are you interested in how our wines turned out in the most prestigious wine competition in the world? Simple answer is extremely well. The strict evaluators like Slovak wines very much and Slovak winemakers took home 81 medals from Paris. That was 12 great gold medals, 30 gold medals and 39 silver medals. Blahoželáme. Congratulations. Next is the excerpt from some articles from Slovak newspaper Pravda. It is in Slovak and it is for advanced learners. Úspechy slovenského vína na medzinárodnej súťaži v Paríži Slovensko dosiahlo fenomenálny úspech na 28. ročníku najprestížnejšej svetovej súťaži Vinales Internationales v Paríži, keď získalo 12 veľkých zlatých medailí, k tomu 30 zlatých a 39 strieborných medailí plus prvú trofej Vinofedu Svetovej federácie medzinárodných súťaží vína a destilátov za Cabernet Sauvignon. Mesto na Sejni po prvý raz ocenilo Slovensko ako krajinu krásneho vína v roku 2010, keď sa tu rúžový Cabernet Sauvignon Vladimíra Mrvu a Petra Stanka stal majstrom sveta. Inak tohto roku ich dve rúžové vína opäť ovenčili zlatými medailami. V roku 2022, o 12 rokov neskôr, po slovenskej rúžovej eufórii 
Paríž ocenil tuctom veľkých zlatých medailí prína Slovenska za originalitu nielen v tvorbe bielých či prírodne sladkých vín. Vzdal mimoriadný hold slovenskému červenému vínu. Pozornosť upútala až tvorica Cabernetto a spolu s nimi pôvodné červené víno Dunaj. Renomé Slovenska v očiach sveta pozdvihlo aj klasické peťputňové tokajské víno, ktoré dalo vedieť, že slávna vinohradnícka oblasť sa nerozkladá len v Maďarsku. Paríž napokon povznesol do rengu slávnych šampanských vín veľkou zlatou medailou aj šumivé z formintu. Vyrobili ho klasickou metodou Champenois tam, kde by to francúzi nečakali, v slovenskom Tokaji. Do veľkého vinárskeho turnaja, ktorý sa odohral vo februári, sa prihlásilo 2244 vín z 36 krajín sveta, z toho 1100 z Francúzska. Druhý najvyšší počet vzoriek, 253, dodali práve slovenskí vinári, pričom zároveň išlo aj o najväčší počet slovenských vzoriek v histórii tejto súťaže. Paríž 2022 priniesol veľa zmien na svetovej vinárskej scéne, nové pohľady na víno, ktoré sa premenili aj do hodnotenia. No, za najdôležitejšiu považujem skutočnosť, že po ochutnaní vína sa už nik neopýta, čo je to Slovensko, kde je. Naopak, mnohí konštatujú, čakali sme, že bude slovenské. To je podsta, uznanie aj rešpekt, ktorý si za posledné dve dekády vybojovali slovenskí vinohradníci a vinári v najprestížnejšej vinárskej súťaži. Alright, to je všetko pre dnešok. That is all for today. I recommend that you listen to the Slovak lesson a couple of times to reinforce the learning of the language. Download the episodes. You can go back to them as many times as you need. And don't just passively listen to Slovak words or sentences. Please repeat them out loud. Yes, I know. I've already said it. I also recommend recording yourself and listening to your recording to hear how your pronunciation is. This way you can get some feedback on it right away. If you have any questions, send it to my email hello at boženaslovak.com. Also, check my Instagram at boženaslovak where I am posting the pictures of what I am talking about on my podcast. Thank you for listening to my podcast. I am so grateful that you listened to the end of this episode. I will be back next time with more. Check out the notes about my podcast and please tell everyone about this podcast so they can enjoy it too. Thank you and until I hear from you again, ciao. Ďakujem a do počutia.